Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minutes, a daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can follow me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're talking about minute 181 of Dawn of Justice. We're just going to start with all the digital artists that worked on the film. Not all of them, but we're wrapping that up. And it ends with um, all the, uh, the staff from Weta Digital. We also get like... So... In this minute, we talk about, or we can see, like, Weta Digital Effects is in this, but not only is that visual effects department in it, but Scanline and um, Double Negative, like, three visual effects studios that work on this movie. And do do they, like, work on the same projects? Or, like, when all those visual effects studios get involved, are they, like, it's probably specific things. It's like, okay, well, maybe Weta is good with Motion car caption. chases. Because Weta does or, all the... Uh, Weta did all the, like, Lord of the Rings and all the Avatar films. Okay, like, Avatar so 1 through 5 is slated to be a Weta digital Maybe they did, film. like, all the monsters. So, like, they, like, did the design for, like, the parademons and, and uh, Doomsday and stuff like that. I don't know. I was thinking orcs and whatnot. Like the motion capture type stuff, right? I was thinking more like are motion capture, right? And, no, I think that was all CG. Wasn't mm, I'm trying to think. A lot of that part was CG, remember? Yeah, like yeah. everyone in the background when they did that 360 shot. Excuse me. Um so maybe they all have like their specific motifs that they're all good at. Mhm. Like maybe What was the other one? Uh Scanline Scan, was one. Scanline does um double negative flight sequences. Devil Negative did uh, most of, like, the Zack Snyder films, like Watchmen, like, 300, Man yeah. of Steel. So maybe just go to those, vi- like, a certain visual effects studios for, like, maybe color paletting. There you go. Like, color like color correctness. Like, this company's going to handle that. Um, and this co- that company's going to handle this. Yeah, because I couldn't, they're like, you handle CGI, we'll do the color correcting, and then we pass it off to, like, another who does, I don't know, like, uh, the realistic st- the stuff that maybe you don't notice like um, like rubble or like debris rubble but yeah. like Barney rubble. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to the uh, <laughs> the quarry. Uh, this is damn. so 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 many rock puns. Mm-hmm. But you know when they do like typical stuff that you don't realize is CGI until like you look more into it like. Um, like air, like in Man of Steel when they had like all the debris that was floating around the world engine and stuff. Yeah, like, like that stuff you don't notice as CG most of the time. No, because th- then you think like, oh yeah, it's just a bunch of rocks, and you look closer, and it's people. That is true. Yeah. Um, do you think like do you think it's that's something people enjoy doing? Like I know people are like they want to do animation, they want to get into uh, filmmaking. Do you think people specifically want to sm- make small? Barney Rubbles. I'm <laughs> Yes, that would be nice. But like what do you think about people who get into the film of, like into film business and filmmaking but they become digital artists and visual effects? Is that something like you think like it pays off at the end? Cuz like with a director or like a musician or something, people who like that is like in the case of this film like this is like Zack Snyder's film or Christopher Nolan has his films like that becomes at the end of the day this like massive work of art that they that they've able to orchestrate you know yeah but for the visual effects artists 
I can see it working for Pixar because that's like a first party thing. Like that's we make those films. But working for a third party digital. But like effect, for the visual effects sure, thing, dude, anything. I mean, it's capitalism, bro. It can get you anywhere. At least it gets you. Get totally your foot quote in, that. <laughs> capitalism gets you anywhere. Get you get your foot in the door, and uh, you know maybe a bigger studio will open up, and it's like, oh hey, will I work with this one? Yeah, of course it's gonna be paying off in the long run. Paying off in the long run, but do you enjoy it? Going in, like, yeah, we get to, you know, do some rendering. Or dude, I'm sure you got to pay your dues. I was like, dude, I've been designing you feel like it feels little like pieces life? of rocks for 20 years. Yeah. You think I can get into mocap? You think that's what it is? Like, people are trying to work their way up? I'm sure it has. I, that's partially, at some point, yeah. Would you want to do that? Like, would you get into visual effects? Would you think of that? Like, I know you want, like, a career in filmmaking, right? Yeah, would you yeah, Would yeah. you like a career in, in filmmaking or... Um, I did take 3D design classes, so I wasn't the biggest fan of it. And you it were was, like, you're like, this isn't what I thought it was, and this was is not what like, I want to do. It's I don't have that kind of um, mind where I think like this little thing will turn into something bigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, just doing that, those like little three D designs were just I don't know. It just wasn't jazzing me enough. It was yeah. just it was schoolwork at the point. So I was like, all right, I got it done. Here you go. I'm turning it in. I'm um, sure. Like later on, when people like the farther they get into it, they cre- start to create things, and it's more so like the people um, who do end up working for Pixar and stuff. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to spend my life. Uh, rendering rocks. No, see, I don't want to do that, but I wouldn't want to... Like, what attracts me most about the filmmaking is being behind the camera and seeing what happens, you know, through the lens. So it's more like, photography. Like capturing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Capturing yeah. the moments more so. Yeah. And uh, creating the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, like, something, like... Like, this film would be, obviously, like, one of those inspirations. Um, and we'll get more into that, like, you know, on Wednesday when we... You know, final thoughts about the film, but, like, mm-hmm. it really is, like this is a film that you look at and you go, you know, as much as like the CGI may be great or like, you know, the superhero comic book movie, what's more important at the end of the day is like that we got so many moments in this film where it's just like, this was a photographed moment of, of art and you can like appreciate it for that. But like, um, I think it is it, suffering through, and I'm not saying that they are, cause I don't, I'm not sure if they do, but if they did not, truly feel passionate about the films that they're making even though like there's so many people working in the visual effects business just to like render out um what a director is asking them to Mm -hmm. like it has to be um i don't like i i find it hard to believe that it would be like a dead end type of job like they have to be working for like okay i'm doing this so that one day i get my moment right or sure like i want to be i'm starting here at like double negative doing like rocks so that one day i can write my own stories for like on like a pixar type level i'm sure yeah you're not trying to just justify it in your own sense of no i i honestly think there are both (laughs) i think there are people who who do it and they go they're gonna go their whole lives just rendering rocks out just like bouncing from visual effects to visual effects because they know they can do it Mm -hmm. um and they'll never make like they'll never make the transition i don't know if they all start that way but it's like if you're gonna do an office job, you might as well get an office job, you know, doing CG work for films, right? Like, there—that's that, <laughs> a good mindset. And that's like something that they can do. Yeah, I'm good doing this the rest of my life. 
Like uh, I never thought of that. Yeah, getting better with technology. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe some of them even move on to just creating those user interfaces, those programs, like or accountant. What do you mean? Just becoming an accountant. Oh, just becoming an accountant. Yeah. yeah. They're like every year they file their taxes. and They're like, you know, I can do this. This is great. <laughs> this is I can do this. Why am I doing CG? Yeah. I could be fixing people's financial burdens, hopefully mm-hmm. for profit. Um. But yeah, it's like, you know, they're messing with Maya or whatever 3D software program. They're just like, you know what? This is how you would make that program 10 times better. And then they start their own. So maybe it's about learning the software itself. Maybe they could be teachers. It's a lot of windows. But I don't know. Maybe some people don't. It's just cool. Just thinking like you want to get into filmmaking, but how do you want to get into it? Do you want to get into like writing? Do you have stories that you want to tell in life or like do you just want, are you just get, like in love with uh, visual art? Yeah. And so you're like, I want to make paintings, but like, you know, with film, like you can do that. And with photography, you can do that now. Um, or is it someone who's like, yo, I like making 3D animations. I like seeing how a ball bounces in real life and then making it done through animation. Like that's, yeah. there's different ways to go about it. I don't know if, you know, we've all thought about, getting into like filmmaking right i mean but it's like how how would you want to get into it? like like as a writer or me yeah either that writing or 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 the photography aspect of it yeah mm-hmm. drama never like being in front of the camera is never a thing that you considered i've considered it and it's just meh. yeah i mean if it's if 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 i if it if I fell into it, mm-hmm. I'm sure I wouldn't mind it, but uh, I'm not actively seeking a career in the the dramatic theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, I mean, I'm not uncomfortable in front of a camera. Would you? I'm not uncomfortable public speaking. Would you want to get into like comic book movies? Like if you were like as like a f- if you were famous, would you ever take that leap? No, no, no. Thing? Well, I mean, you'd have to get famous first, so that's like yeah. a huge adventure that you'd have to like yeah. a huge journey before. I guess to even get like no one can just straight up go from oh I want to be a director. Into I always thought about it, like which who would be the comic book character that I would feel that I would want to play. I have no idea. Maybe Kyle Rayner, but at the same like time, to I'm play not or that, to write to play. To play, oh. like to portray, not to, to write. Portray. To write, I have, I like, I don't, I like thinking other things about that. Hmm. Um, to portray, I don't know. I mean, dark hair. Yeah, a Robin has always been in my like. I'm just like, yo, I'm small. <laughs> Be a Robin. I can do it. <laughs> um, I could also see you being a toy master. Yeah, I'm a child. No, the computer dude. Oh yeah, Techie leather dude. jacket. Is that uh that the um the hive kid? No, what is it? No, that's um Gizmo. Gizmo. Mm. Who else? I don't know. But uh like to get into to become a filmmaker who's now making comic book films, you have to be an already established director, right? Like no one's going to be like, "Oh, I want to work for Hollywood so I can make comic book movies." Yeah, what point does your comic book story turn from just fan fiction to accredited i thought about that this thing. morning like, you know what i mean yeah i thought you? about that no spoiler like, no spoilers to doomsday clock but like i was thinking about it today and i was like at what point is jeff johns a great storyteller and at, or like just a I, I shouldn't anybody i shouldn't say names but like anyone like at what point is like a fabled fame fabled a famous comic book 
writer, at what point is it just fan fiction and they're getting away with it and they're yeah. making money off of it? <laughs> making money off. And of it's it. like, I think by the end, at the end, at the end of the day, it's like, is this a story worth telling and is it a good one? Like, what? Why? I don't know. Say this Wednesday, but like, right. it's just like, is are you just saying, hey, Batman met Doctor Manhattan? And it's like, yep, that sells. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> oh boy, I could have written that on Tumblr and like it wouldn't have had. There's even like, Batman versus Alien. And yeah, it's like somebody wrote that. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I sold copies. All right. Yeah, it's like, damn, uh, it's crazy. I would you want to get into comics? I don't think I. I don't know. It's not so much, it has to be like the story. So the question really would be, would I want to write a story involving the comic book characters that I know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like a, a Batman story. I'm sure I could try to f- figure out my way around it. I'm sure it won't be good. Well, it'll never be good until <laughs> like you do it more often. And yeah. that's like the that's like the woes of, of like creating yeah. art, whether it's like writing or you know, drawing, like, someone's like, oh, like, I like Batman. I want to draw Batman in school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they have to go, there has to be a moment where someone's like, yo, that's trash, and you need to, like, learn the basics of drawing. Like, there draw, draw like, you know, your room or something, self-portraits, like, get good at drawing and then come back to the stylized oh, nature. Oh, you're talking about just drawing? Well, I'm talking about, like, the painful, like... I'm talking about dr- writing first. Yeah, but it's the like same story. thing. Like, yo, that story sucks. Yeah. And like you don't like you have to understand fundamentals and concepts of like why it is we teach stories mm-hmm. or like I guess that's a good word like teaching. But then you have to question is it about teaching or is it about like just a really uh like hedonistic story of like hey this feels great. Thor fighting space sharks that felt good. And it's like <laughs> yeah, you're right. It does feel good. And that's why those that thing is successful. And it's you know what? It's not wrong. It's not like, hey, that's, you know, that's no less valuable of a story than, like, I don't know, Batman fighting some Illuminati bunch of owls for, like, the greater good. What are you doing with that cat over there? That cat's trying to drink my water, so I'm just blocking (laughs) it off. Next. Oh. (laughs) That's all I have for this one, though. I mean... Um, I guess, like, yeah. We can wrap it up if you I want. Th- well, yeah, and I think just closing thoughts is, like, I wonder if it's easier, like, say you want to get into making films, like, as a writer, would it be easier to get into comic book? Like, is the comic book industry... I don't think... I think easier is the wrong word. Is it? Yeah, because it's... I wouldn't think of anything as, as it being easy, because then that kind of just downgrades the entire industry as a whole, and that's shameful. At, at a certain level it's art and you shouldn't say that anybody's artwork is oh because that's easy yeah. i'm not gonna like wa- some guy's not gonna come in and be like yo check out this comic that i just made and it's you know a few pieces of paper stapled together but he has you know cells and stuff i'm not gonna look at that and be like you did this because it was easy mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's like hey you there did people, this yeah. that was a hard thing you just did dude. The, com- the common insult for like comic books and stuff like that is like oh it's like at a fifth grade level like that That's, you that pisses, you read at a, pisses yeah. me off and so it's like whoa like all of them because i have I've, I've read comic books that you know it's they still a do, piece of literature but then yeah. there's some that are like that's absolutely that's like someone wrote this golden story and it just happened to get mm-hmm. illustrated yeah exactly and it was like whoa and like some of them are just um 
That's why people get away with the term graphic novel. Eh, shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like, yeah, maybe sometimes there's like, there's like the Star Wars op- like components where it's like Green Lantern stories are like, you know, they're speaking paragraphs about like lore and like something that someone had to create and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Doom Patrol always got me with like just an amount of like artistical like knowledge, like art history and stuff like that. Like yeah. stuff that gets put, like brought back into into play and like things that you can look at and like oh that was the basis of this creator's like method and it's like yeah. that that does not read at a fifth grade level and even that even if you say it's like uh an easy way then it would downgrade the entire art of storyboarding too mm-hmm. for movies because that's essentially just a, a panel panel by panel comic way you might have some bits of dialogue in it yada 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 but like that's not people that are storyboard artists are not in it because it's easy or do it because it's easy. No, because when you storyboard, you're like flow charting something. Yeah. You're like showing, and so you have to go through all the all the pains first of how do you like you would have to that, but you're also setting up the shot composition too within the storyboard yeah. within the cells. You're like programming, like uh, out loud. Mm-hmm. Like you're pro like um, you have to like think about like okay, I have to show these guys what it's gonna look like on a storyboard, and you're like you have to program both visual and like the script and like editing like you have to do it all um so no, you, i wouldn't say comics are an easy form of getting into anything or just getting into storytelling in general i think the story is the hardest part oh yeah it should be i mean it should be like it should be the hardest part but also i don't know the main part no, maybe not. Maybe that's debatable. Like, to me, the and like in my opinion, of filmmaking, like, um, like story is like the backbone of it. It's like, or maybe, well, there's like the story, and then there's could be a screenplay. Yeah, and then you know whoever adapted like the story from the it's screenplay. debatable because you get movies like Star Wars where or like, like, the visuals. I think no, you know what's a better example? Blade Runner. Blade Runner is a film that is like this is a visual work of art, but we like the story is is uh, second, second rate. Maybe and so. Maybe maybe that's debatable. But like like the new Blade Runner is that what you're saying? No. Oh no, that the first one, Blade Runner. The first one. Unless you really like the story, I I do like the story. You do the like the story. I like the yeah. plot. I just uh, I think it. Yeah. I thought I, the um I mean, I did enjoy the 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 story of the second one. The but, second uh, one I it think seemed like that one yeah. was more visual based than and story came second. Really? Yeah. Damn. Fair enough. Uh, Avatar. Visual first, story second. What about this film? Story first, visual second. Not that film. I don't, this Kingsman playing oh. in the background. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Uh, uh, Dawn of Justice. Story first, visual second. Story first, visual yeah. second. I mean, that's the extended cut. Yeah, because like you have all the bits of pieces. You think the theatrical cut is visual first? Theatrical story? cut is let's try to get these people in a theater for two hours and just show them cool things about Batman and Superman and maybe they'll like the fight that they have. You think it's that really not about differently a fight. about the two versions? Oh yeah, absolutely. The theatrical cut is a let's here sit down and try to have this bowl of popcorn and be a good audience. Damn. And then watch this cool fight scene at the end. That's the theatrical cut. Extended cut is story. 
Extended cut is, hey, you better look at these cues to see what Lex Luthor is actually planning. You better see how the actual populace of, of humanity mm-hmm. sees Superman and and the differences between human and gods. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's all I have for this one. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We still got two more minutes for the rest of this week before we finish our coverage of Donald Justice. But if you enjoyed everything you've heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for Minute 182 of Donald Justice.